You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 23 years and has taught worldwide in over 34 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the fourth season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Hi, everyone. This is Anna Brandt, and we are back from our break. We took a little break from podcast land just because we had a lot of things going on and with travel, and we ran a summit, and sometimes we just need a break. So we are into the next season of my podcast, season four, and I'm super excited to be recording this podcast in Mumbai. I've spent the past week here on my three-state tour teaching in Delhi, Chennai, and Mumbai. And pardon me if I'm not pronouncing these correctly, but I'm sitting next to Falguni and I'm going to interview her for this podcast. Now, for those of you who don't know Falguni, I'll briefly introduce her and have her introduce herself. But Falguni, you came to the summit in the United States five years ago. Yes. Yes. It was Belly, Baby, and Beyond. That's the first time we met, correct? Yes, 2017. Okay. So I remember that summit. We had quite a few international visitors. You were one of them. You came by yourself. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's the first time we had met. So how did you know me? So I first uh, saw you on YouTube when I was looking for uh, editing baby skin. Uh, like that was the search. And the first thing that popped up was Anna Brandt. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's how it all started. Do you know when that was? That was in 2015. 15. So we're in 2022. Yes. Going in 2023, six months away. So seven years ago. Yes. Okay. And then? So once I got to know, then I started... uh, like, you know, it started popping more and a brand and a brand everywhere yeah. because you know how the Google works. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, after that, um, I thought I should do some kind of photography. And of course, uh, babies were my favorite subject, kids and babies. And uh, but then I thought I should really know how to sell it as a service. So I somehow went into your um community on Facebook and then um, I uh, came to know about um, Belly Baby School which was known as something else before right, yeah right. and the first course that I bought for online is how to sell yourself oh wow <laughs> so I thought as a designer I had skills and I had done basics in photography at college but um, I really needed to understand the business side of it so that was the first course I bought. And um, and then I was in your newsletters and I was like in the Anna tribe. in the world, so sorry. <laughs> yes. So I, when you launched um, uh, the Belly Baby Summit, the collaborative conference in uh, 2017, I think you launched in Jan. Mm-hmm. And I had just bought the course uh, in November, mm-hmm. the previous year. And uh, <laughs> in... in um, 
I was so excited when the conference was announced because by then I was like very much interested in newborn photography and uh, and you had an early bird pricing. Mm, yeah. I always thought people take advantage of the early bird pricing. <laughs> so, and I had just received my performance bonus in January mm-hmm. and um, that's when uh, I it was like an immediate phone call to my husband from my office and uh, it's like look, you know, this is something that is happening in California and I really think I should go. and this is a good price because it's an early bird price and i had no clue of how this thing works but i just wanted to get the deal because it was a very exciting deal <laughs> i think there was i think some 300 dollars off mm-hmm. and i think it was 1500 dollars uh, summit i mean a uh, conference mm-hmm. and uh, so in all the excitement like my husband just trusts when i want to when i say that i want to do it mm-hmm. so he's like you if you feel you want to do it just so i was like without any thoughts i just signed up for it <laughs> and i i remember taking three installments like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. the three three payments the plan payment yeah plan, right and um, no because it was an early bird i had to pay like all together oh, yeah oh got it got it got it it wasn't even a payment plan so then i was like okay i've just received my check and you know the money is in my account so all my performance bonus was used for uh, the conference wow So yeah, I mean that's how I got into it, and uh, then came you know. Then I thought, oh my God, I have to pay for the flights. I have mm-hmm. to pay for my stay, and very sweetly. And uh, then after a day, I started getting jitters that is this the right investment, you mm-hmm. know? So then again, I was like talking to my husband, and he says that you will know when you attend whether you it is for you or it's not for you. Mm-hmm. So. now that you have paid and you've got a good deal so just go for it and you know just experience it and then i was excited and <laughs> it it just all started getting together like how you save and you know you really focus on something you know it all attracts yes. so yes yeah it was a life changing experience in 2017 and here i am with you doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> gosh since then you've worked with me in dubai Yes, we've worked now in India twice, three twice. times, thrice, three and, times. Yeah, and yes. Dubai twice, and Dubai twice. Yes, and you've been to every summit in California. Yes, and I worked for the New York summit with you. That's right. Yes. So, and you became certified in my program. Yes, and you taught for me on the summit virtually. Yes, my first ever uh, speaker experience. Yes. And now you are working with Profoto in India. Yes. It's been quite a journey these past few years. Yes. Quite exciting and thrilling. Yes. And yeah. and COVID didn't put me down so but we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about I want to talk about a few things today is one that I I love that you um you know to me it, it's like you go down this path, right? And doors will open along the way or different you know routes will open along the way and not everybody takes them not everybody follows it not everybody follows the journey yeah and you know sometimes i'll see students one year and i won't see them for 5 years later and then other times i'll see them at every event and i smile when i see them at every event because i know they're on the path and it's not my path it's their path and i'm just 
um, trying to bring people together because anytime I do events, it's a collaborative event. It's not just me. So there's other teachers. So finding the right speakers and finding the right people that have the same goals and uh, intentions as me can be challenging because teaching to me means that you are passing on all of the knowledge without fear or regret on to the next generation, right? Yes. Whether it's our existing generation or the generation after. And too many people hold back and, oh, there's secrets in the industry. There's no secrets. It's photography. I say all the time. It's an open book. It's an open book. And I don't take myself that seriously. I'm not curing cancer. There are people out there that are doctors and, you know, people that are, you know, changing lives with medicine and, you know, that have real real value, not undermining my value, but I don't take my being a baby photographer that seriously. It is my passion. It is my love. It is what drives me every day. Um, but I know that at the end of the day, it is a luxury experience for the client. Yes. It is definitely, it is, yeah. yeah, it's something that we have a privilege to be working in, right? What a privilege to be working with these humans as a job, as a paying job. Yeah. And they're pure souls. Yes. Know, just yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So I'm going on 23 years for me as a photographer. So you're going on five years. Five years. Yes. Five years. You've done more in five years than some people have done in 10 years. Now that's thanks to you because you've always, uh, I mean, we have always been inspired by you and you keep on introducing new stuff and all inspirational stuff. So like I always tell you, I don't stalk you, but I always, <laughs> I very closely observe what you do. And like how, uh, you know, when we were small, we says like, you know, watch and learn, watch and learn. So right. that's what I do still. Yes. And I wanted to add uh, like, you know, five years back. So just back to the story of when I uh, registered for the summit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember I got like really stressed that okay now I've invested $1,500 and now what so again like you had you had immediately uh, uh, like you know uh, invited me in a support uh, Facebook group and I very quietly wrote that look I have uh, signed up but I have never been to US and this is my first time and this was like at 8 I used to read very early in my uh, office like you know uh, and used to love to start the day early so all that was on my mind is whether this is the right investment or not mm -hmm. <laughs> so I messaged in the Facebook group at around 8 a.m in the morning and I said that look it's my first time and I've never been to US I mean I hope I'm doing the right thing and just in five minutes there was a message from you don't worry you're on the safe hands Aww. I still have a snapshot of that <laughs> and uh, I think since then I mean and I really feel I'm in safe hands uh, till date. That's so. awesome. <laughs> well that's good and I'm very proud of the photographer that you've become. There's no way that I would have been able to do this three-state tour this week without you without Aww. the help of Profoto and Shristi and uh, it just yeah it's been it's been amazing and that's what's so great about this journey is meeting like-minded people that we're all here for the same. We yes. all want to be better. We all want to do better. 
So I want to ask you some questions uh, because, you know, (laughs) in this podcast, I'd like to find out what drives people. I like to find out what what is their motivating factor. But I also believe that to know where you're going, you need to know where you came from. I think that's very important. And it mm, sometimes requires some soul searching because a lot of people get to a certain spot and they are afraid to look back. They're afraid to look back at the empty rooms that they left behind or the people and those rooms and those places that you leave behind are what drive you to where you are. And I believe you know, for me, empty rooms. And when I think of things I left behind is, you know, the first apartment that I was found when, you know, caught on fire and I was rescued. And then I think of, you know, the, the foster family that adopted me and the house that they took me in and the children's hospital. And those are all places I left behind to move along in my journey, right? could be jobs. You know, I was a web designer and left that behind. So there's things that we need to leave behind to move forward. And you had briefly talked about that you worked at McDonald's. Yes. Where you met your husband. (laughs) Yes. Which I thought is fascinating because Alex and I are big fans of McDonald's. I talk about McDonald's all the time. I talk about it when I talk about pricing. I talk about how we all need McDonald's. And, you know, we were in Indonesia two weeks ago and it was 3 a.m. And we were talking and I was so irritated and I was like, you know what it is? I just need like a hamburger. That's what I need. I need a hamburger and a Coke. <laughs> and Alex looked at me and I was like, not, he's like, what about McDonald's? I go, a McDonald's hamburger and a Coke right now at 3 a.m. would be perfect, but I know it's not going to happen. And within 15 minutes, I had a McDonald's hamburger and a Coke. And I was like, Alex, oh my gosh, that just made my year. I wanted to do a podcast right then and there about how important that moment was. But Let's talk about, let's talk about, you talked about how some of your experience working for McDonald's taught you some important things now and that your husband still works for McDonald's. Yes. So tell (laughs) tell me about that. Maybe there's some 16 year old right now that's working for McDonald's or a 40 year old that's working for McDonald's that might go, hey, hey, you're talking about me. Yeah. So I joined McDonald's as soon as I was 18 because uh, there's a rule like you can't work in India. You have to be if you have to be on a payroll like that was my first payroll job. But uh, because of our, uh, you know, like circumstances, uh, I started earning very early in life. uh, And so when I was 16, I used to do odd jobs and, you know, like uh, like summer jobs and do henna for people for weddings and you know so that used to bring a little income uh so I was an artist uh then and now also <laughs> uh but uh but the art didn't really bring money in so uh like I was studying commerce and in my summer job like my sister had a job in McDonald's already my older sister so we had three sisters so uh, the second one had the job in McDonald's and I had a job in a bank where I was just filling in passbooks, which was so boring. And my sister used to come home and uh, say, hey, look, you know, we are going for a picnic. And, you know, she had this whole McDonald's uniform and this, uh, you know, the whole uh, it's more like, uh, you know, the same age group working as crew. So like we all started as crew. And uh, so then I was very fascinated and then I turned 18 in March and like in May I was uh, working for McDonald's. 
and of course we joined a crew we have scrubbed the uh, tables and you know mopped the floors and uh, done everything like you know clean clean toilets like that was the part of uh, growing in mcdonald's like uh, even uh, you can say the top bosses has gone through the you know the basics of being in the store and working at a, a store level so that you you value and um, you know identify and you know empathize with what's going on uh, in the lobby and you know in different uh, counters or different uh, work areas in mcdonald's so mcdonald's has really helped me uh, in many ways like it really molded me in that that phase of life because uh, that was like a learning curve for me uh, as a person like more like personality development and the best thing about in those days like we had trainers from us because mcdonalds was very uh, new in india and uh, like we all and i fell in love with my husband in mcdonalds <laughs> so they all call us a uh, mcdonalds couple and um, so mcdonalds have all the systems in place so so there is always a procedure step by step so that really helps me today also you know in uh, organizing my business organizing my staff even like you know organizing things for my son and you know planning the family stuff so this is it's it's just not like you know working in mcdonalds but it taught many things in life uh, and most important was uh, customer care or client servicing which we can call now so having patience and you know like mcdonalds rules were like you know there are just two rules a customer is always right is the one and the second is that you know read the one again so <laughs> the customer is always right so yeah and that that's where you learn that you know like if if you are at fault like you know you have to just uh, you know give the best service like supposing if uh, like if you have a spill like you're replacing a coke mm -hmm. so you, there are no questions asked mm -hmm. so if you see a spill you have to just replace a coke so it's the same thing you apply in your business like you know if there is a fault in your photo or you know if something has gone wrong the client is not happy just redo it you know so yeah. it's it's just simple like you know i mean if you have it in your head that you know you don't want to do it that's when all the stress begins yes so just like make a workflow easy and if you have to redo it you have to redo it there's no question about it so what do you do i can hear the photographers going but what what about when the customer is not right and what about <laughs> when i said this and they didn't understand that or or i gave them this and they want that and you know you can think of all the scenarios where you pretty much thought you did everything you could and the client's either asking for more or trying, you feel that maybe the client's taking advantage of you. Yeah, it's but like, you know, at some point you just give in because you don't want that mental stress because you need to concentrate on doing better things and be in a positive state of mind because mm. then it's just five images, you know, mm. if, if you're cribbing about something or the customer's like just sitting on your head or your client just wants something. So then it's just five images and yes I mean if my clients are listening they know I mean I just give up at one stage because I need to put my uh, energies into more positive things than go through the drama every day and go through these uh, silly whatsapp messages where they get very personal then you get affected then you mm -hmm. feel low mm -hmm. so yes you know like i mean uh, we say you have to be a thick skin it does affect because when you hear a negative comment uh, you know when you do all like you have given your uh, uh, client the best experience and the best images but they still want stuff for free mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is like you know you're exploiting a photographer mm -hmm. but if they don't understand for your mental peace i mean just 
Take yeah, but, but you can't say that you're then just going to give in every time. Not not every time, but it's like it depends on how and where it is getting to because, you know, when they start getting personal and start talking about having a legal action mm-hmm. and, you know, like uh, in India, people really don't sign uh, contracts mm-hmm. like how you sign in US. Mm-hmm. But with the recent experience, I have decided that I should, you know, have a very strong uh, a contract mm-hmm. i mean we do like i do a lot of celeb shoots so we do have a contract where you know we are signing off for privacy and you know mm-hmm. uh, not publishing stuff on social media mm-hmm. and things like that but yes like i think if we are doing uh, a model call and things like that at one point you know we need to put our foot down saying that you can't keep on getting free stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh so having something you talked about is very important, especially in the U.S., is having contracts. Yeah. Having contracts, setting the foundation when you're building a business, whether it's your first client or your 10th. There's so many times I talk to photographers and I do mentoring and teaching and they'll say, well, I just started shooting for friends and family and then I started getting paid. And so, no, I don't have insurance and no, I don't have contracts and I don't have all this, but I'll get all of that when I'm making X number of dollars and I'll get all of that later. And, and I always say, no, set your foundation immediately. I remember when I first started, I, contracts were one of the first thing I had. Well, my dad's an accountant. So there were a lot of things that I had right in the beginning, um, because my dad would be like, you need this, 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 and this. And so new photographers, obviously based in your country, wherever you are and listening, start outright, have a solid foundation. Don't, we're not saying let the customer take advantage of you and give them whatever they want, but you are saying that mental health is important. Yes. Making yourself sick or crazy or mentally stressed because you feel that, clients are demanding um or taking advantage is not worth it at the end of the day right Mm -hmm. if it's over an image or two it's just and i think that goes with life itself it's i was talking about this with alex a couple of weeks ago there was it was something he had said to me i don't even know when it was but i was bothered by something it was i still he keeps asking me what it was i really don't remember like the reason i don't remember is I remember when I was bothered by whatever it was, it was very fleeting and it was work-related. I'm sure it was a difference in opinion. And I thought about, do I make this a big deal and jeopardize our friendship? Or do I just let it go? Because it's probably me making something out of nothing. And his intention probably doesn't, isn't any, you know, didn't mean anything. And so I let it go and just moved on because I thought, I want to spend the rest of my life thinking twice about how I respond to people, how I react to people, what I um, jump the gun on. People are so verbal nowadays, right? They just freak out over everything. I don't want to be that person. And I let it go. And it it didn't, I I let it go so much that I can't even remember what it was. (laughs) And, And we talk, Alex and I talk about that all the time where I don't make a big deal of something that's not worth making a big deal yes. that could cause to end a relationship. True. Right? Because at the end of the day, I think we have to value friendships and relationships, client relationships, but that doesn't mean you get taken advantage of, right? Yes. And your husband still works for McDonald's. Yes, he completes 25 years. <laughs> tell him congratulations and that we love McDonald's. And you were doing graphic design when you became a photographer. 
Yes. So after I, uh, I mean, I quit McDonald's is the only reason because I joined design school. Okay. And then I completed my final year of design in the UK. Again, that was like going to UK was like next to impossible. And, uh, it's, and why did you go to the UK for design school? Uh, it's because uh, it was uh, uh, like there was a UK collaborated uh, school in India and they had this option of completing your, um, so it was a diploma. But if you complete it in uh, UK, it was a higher national diploma. Oh, so it's just like called H&D in advertising and graphic designing. And again, the whole experience there is obviously I couldn't afford the fees. And of course, there was a loan and all my friends chipped in. My boyfriend, my husband paid uh, some money and my friends. Uh, mom gave me a very big amount for my tuition fees, of course, which I paid back. Uh, but when I got there, like I knew that I have to pay all these people and, um, you know, I have to get somewhere. And so after college, I used to do odd jobs. Like I worked in a bread factory, in a salad factory, tagging labels in the departmental store, worked in a company that assembles like, you know, how Amazon is mm -hmm. or like ordering online. So we are basically assembling orders in, uh, you know, the the post bags. And uh, yeah, the, my favorite job there was working in a bubblegum factory, which oh, was very wow. exciting. Wow. And like everywhere, like I didn't take buses or uh, taxis. I mean, taxis were out of question. But I also did enjoy the college time in UK. Like we went for small holidays and we watched mm -hmm. movies. So I also like did a lot of overtime because uh, as a student, we got like five pounds per hour. But if you did overtime, you got like 11 pounds per hour. Mm -hmm. So that's how I cleared my study loan and whatever I had borrowed from people, I paid back when I got back. So and yeah, and then I got into like, you know, design agencies. I worked for a while and then then got a very good job in um, the German Chamber of Commerce uh, in uh, Mumbai. Very fancy <laughs> job. I had my own cabin, sea facing cabin, a glamorous job. Handing over a visiting card was opening a lot of doors like head of design services at the Indo-German Chamber of Commerce. And I traveled a lot in that job. Like my bosses were very um, generous with, uh, you know, sending us for training and all. And uh, my immediate boss was very, um, uh, like he gave me a lot of creative freedom in doing things. So like I had good budgets in experimenting in events. So we used to organize uh, big events like um, Oktoberfest, Christmas Fest, and uh, I also work with the events director very closely. As she's a very close friend now, so she's the one who has taught me the organizing part, like you know the Excel sheets and you know how do you plan for an event. And so with her, I did all the ministry and corporate events. Uh, so we did the World Conference. Uh, and we had a whole panelist, like we had ministers as panelists. So we also uh, organized an event of, uh, you know, the German Chancellor Angela Merkel coming to India. So this whole thing of, you know, the protocol coming and, you know, we uh, we going through the whole event uh, schedule, checking everything in the hotels as per the, you know, the security uh, norms and everything because it's a minister who's coming. Mm. So this, uh, the training at the chamber and, you know, the networking skills and uh, the customer care at McDonald's and, you know, the basics that I learned in McDonald's are really helping me today in my business and 
it really helped me organize your oh uh, <laughs> india tour you were fantastic <laughs> oh, fantastic very organized yeah and of course not uh, without uh, the support of srishti and you know mm-hmm. the team of pro photo and mm-hmm. uh, and like you know this whole uh, pro photo mentorship is also thanks to you because if it was not for you i would never buy a pro photo light because mm-hmm. i thought i could shoot in natural light for right. life right <laughs> and i remember in one of your uh, uh, online classes where you said that you know you can't control a sun uh, like you know the mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. but if imagine if you have the power of controlling light uh, in your hands so mm-hmm. you must invest and at one point uh, i really thought that yeah i know it's an expensive light but i need it in my life and mm-hmm. that's how the pro photo journey started mm-hmm. and i started seeing the difference in my work mm-hmm. and then the covid hit so i had a lot of time to experiment with the light mm-hmm. and i had some free time to do you know these uh, pro photo academy and you know things like that and of course i was always doing your online uh, mm-hmm. uh, classes and you had introduced these uh, uh online summits in mm-hmm. the covid times uh, which if you see most of the students today mm-hmm. and you know like all these days uh, they have been a part of and i think that was the great thing that you did for the community in the covid times which was free you know mm-hmm. which was available for free to whoever who wanted to access mm-hmm. so yes i mean uh, that's how we have grown with you mm-hmm. so you know a couple of things you talked you brought up that i want to just address um for covid is You know the summit we did we ran three summits. I remember the very first one that I ran we had 6500 people register in a couple of days. And I don't even really I wish I could go back and recall the moment it came to me. Um I have no idea. I say all the time it's in the quiet moments where these programs same with the certification program and if i look at what my forecast of the year is there's things that are not on my schedule that all of a sudden and in the quiet of the moment i'm a big believer in meditation and and quiet time it'll just pop in in my brain and i it's almost as if someone's writing or my pen or typing for me <laughs> because it just comes out yes. and i don't even know is same with baby university that we're launching i don't even know where it comes from and then it just kind of comes out of nowhere uh So that was my way of coping with COVID and quarantine and your way. Let's talk about your way of coping with COVID and quarantine because we talked about that briefly at dinner how you know there are some people that didn't really survive very well from the quarantine yes. and took time off uh from photography and have not come back. A lot of relationships were broken and lost and a lot of things changed for a lot of people and obviously we've lost a lot of people on this earth. So let's talk briefly about, you know, you immediately we were in quarantine and lost you couldn't shoot. And how long were you guys locked down here in India? So ours started from I think second week of March and I think we were in a major lockdown until August 2020. Yeah. So that was a long time and still the parents were like hesitant to you know uh, book a session in August. And uh, through the covid um, I was very lucky that you know I I enjoyed the net- Netflix phase for like 2-3 weeks <laughs> and then I was bored because I am someone you know like I have to do something creative otherwise I can't like rest in peace mm-hmm. <laughs> or I would not let others around me rest in peace. Yeah. So I need to be uh, I need to have that creative satisfaction uh, 
like time to time. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was uh, a peak COVID time and uh, one of the mom bloggers that I really closely work with, like she's a sweetheart, like I have done her uh, second, like her daughter. Mm-hmm. I had done a newborn for her and she absolutely was in love with what I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's the one uh, who was hosting like an online pop-up so it was like a it was a pop up of its own kind because nobody in india had done a pop up like that before mm-hmm. so it's like shopping online uh, during the covid times and um, she approached to me and she says like falguni you have to do something and i was like simon like what would i do you know like mm-hmm. we we can't even step out i can give you a gift voucher or a giveaway but we can only shoot when it opens up so she says okay giveaway is okay like you can give one or two giveaway but i want you to do something online put up something she's like just do something put baby's face in something and you know that really clicked you know and i was like okay let me think about it and get back to you so i started doing some research and i i do a lot of digitals from uh, sasha chamakov and um, she had some inserts which i had bought but i had never used So uh, that's when like you know I got this idea of uh, you know just shooting baby's face but again like we cannot go out to shoot so how would you do it so and uh, I think slowly slowly like uh, people were also trying to find how they could get some income in and at that point I was not really worried about my income but I was more worried about my creative satisfaction because you know financially like my husband was like you know was there you know like to take care of stuff so there was no situation where i had to shut down my business or like close shutters but uh, like the creative <laughs> the creative drive had to be oiled and you know uh, because i i can't let it ever die so uh, once uh, like you know simon so i said okay i am in and you know she said okay let's do something so i sent her a few samples and she's like oh this would definitely work because every mother who is uh, delivered in covid times would want to have something like this and um, that's when uh, i realized that it it is the mothers who will have to shoot and send me the pictures so like we did a <laughs> like a very sweet uh, a uh, video of how to which we showed at the summit of how to take pictures at home on iPhone or like any phone uh, and like we we created a pdf a, gla- a guide where it would uh, show them the steps and i also did a video which uh, visually shows them of uh, how to prepare uh, you know to take just uh, you know a fo- like a a portrait in focus and which could be used for digital so it was pretty nice and like at at like we were encouraging mothers because again like they were very insecure of like or they were not confident of shooting on the phone to get the right image because in our terms and conditions we had written that once you pay we there's no refund because mm-hmm. uh, that's how it works and uh, so we also wrote a lot of encouraging uh, words in the pdf saying that okay like now if you've got the image you are a pro mm-hmm. so thanks for you know being the mother photographer so it was like again also addressed that you know uh, you just give us the image and we create the magic for you because all that we believed in the covid time was you know some magic to happen you know because we were also tired of being at home so she launched the pop up and uh, we introduced the pop up like my my stuff was introduced on the pop up and it started selling like hotcake 
So from all the vendors that had participated for that online pop-up, I had the maximum sales. And uh, Simone, like Simone Kamata, she's very well known in India. <laughs> she was so happy for me. And uh, she like, she's a very genuine uh, influencer. And she was so happy for me than other mother bloggers who really helped me. Uh, so they started promoting it on their page that do you know someone is doing something like this? You know, if you have babies and you want to do something like this. And then I started getting international uh, clients, uh, out of out of Bombay clients. And that really changed my whole clientele uh, in COVID. And uh, I actually made more money in COVID uh, than 2019. Wow. So, yeah, that was a changing point. And that gave me a lot of confidence that, you know, uh, you have to change your business model as per the situation. So. Mm-hmm. So that was the story. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love that because so many times it's, you know, I always tell people, well, number one, have multiple streams of income. Uh, Number two is, I think it it keeps your creative mind going when you're doing multiple things, right? People will say to me, well, Anna, how do you do so many different things? And I say, first of all, I feel like half of them just come out of my brain somewhere I do not I don't even there's no That's explaining how it. the India tour came we were just <laughs> chatting on whatsapp and like the next thing I just like said three cities and like before I wake up in the morning you had already <laughs> scheduled them so I was like oh my god she's already scheduled the India tour <laughs> here we are I'm gonna be doing Nepal after just a conversation <laughs> with one of our students but that was something that you know it's a lot of these things what will happen is we'll There'll be previous conversations. Like when we were talking to the student from Nepal, it's like, well, she's not the first student from Nepal. Nepal's come up multiple times in multiple countries and workshops, right? So when she said it, we're like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? Newborn photography is booming there. And, and, um, you know, it's, uh, gosh, I remember the first time I came to Asia was China. That was my first experience. And then now it's, I've lost count of how many countries I've been to in Asia. Um, but I think that one of the lessons that I really want to come across in this podcast today is number one, everything we've been through in the past, right? For better or for worse shapes us to who we are today. Correct. And some people thrive in, in losses or setbacks. They kind of say, okay, that, that was terrible. But now I'm going to do this. And other people don't. Other people are just held back and stuck. And so for the people that are held back and stuck, and whether it's a relationship, loss of income, job, I know it's summer. A lot of photographers are complaining that sessions are down right now. Some photographers are like, no, my business is perfect. And other people aren't. I purposely scheduled travel for the end of June, early July, because it is a quieter baby time. Of course, I'm going back now to California to back-to-back babies. So they're, they're coming back out, but there is ups and downs in the photography business, right? We're not busy every single day. It's every business. There's going to be peaks and valleys. Yes. So what is your advice to the people that are maybe struggling financially or struggling from a creative standpoint or just struggling from maybe they don't have friends or maybe they're feeling lonely um, I feel that we've all gone through that in yes, certain times, don't you think? 
what advice do you have for the person that's listening? If you were to, because now you're teaching, now you're side by side with me. Now you're certified. You're going to be doing many things with Pro Photo, you know, on your own merit. Um, you recently led an iPhone course. Yes. On your own merit. Um, you're going to be, you know, you're now a voice and a name leading and paving the way, not just in India, but internationally. So now there's a little pressure there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is yeah. your advice? What do you say to the people out there? Uh, so I would just say that, um, you know, it's life. You're always going to have struggle. Like you don't know what struggles you'll have tomorrow. Um, but I just feel that uh, I know you get distracted, but it's very important to get like always have focus and, you know, focus, focus and be consistent because and uh, try and experiment new things because you never know how it works for you. I mean, if I would have not listened to Simone and, you know, if she wouldn't have pushed me, I would not not have done these digitals at all. Mm -hmm. So like I'm like very grateful to friends and family who also are very open to, you know, come and tell me that I should be doing something. And uh, and I appreciate that they come like sometimes I don't listen to everything, but <laughs> It's important to be in the community where you have like-minded people. Yes. And the, the reason the reason that I get so attracted to go to um, the summits every year mm -hmm. is uh, because I feel I belong to the community that is uh, like so uh, like positive. And like, I don't know, like I have been telling you again and again in this trip that this this summit that we had in LA was something. Yes. It has, like, I have attended all, but this was best so far. Yes. And, uh, like, even when we, when I met Anne Geris and she's like, you know, the first half an hour, we were only talking about summit. And uh, I was really hoping that she comes for our next summit. <laughs> and uh, so it's very important that, like, if, if you feel that somebody is an inspiration to you, get in touch, reach out, like, you know, I mean. I reached out to you, Anna, yes. so many times. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know I would be sitting with you and doing a podcast in 2017. <laughs> so it's like the advice is that, you know, just trust, like you keep on saying, trust the process. Mm -hmm. And and if, 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 if something has happened that I truly believe it's always for a reason or for a purpose, like if you meet someone mm -hmm. or if you connect with someone, it, it is for a reason. So like, you know, have patience uh, and have patience with yourself and don't be hard on yourself because uh, the success doesn't come overnight. And uh, also what success means to you may not mean success to someone else. So uh, be happy, content and, you know, just love the journey and enjoy the process. Absolutely. You said all, all my favorite things. <laughs> I learned from you. <laughs> Trust the process. Number one, uh, success it does not mean everything for everybody is a hundred percent true. Yes. Uh, and success will change based on where you are in your life. Yeah. Sometimes success is putting on clothes. <laughs> yes. Showering, <laughs> having a good meal. Uh, you know, other times it's, you know, paying the bills, you know, and, and don't compare yourself to other people's journey. True. Right. Yeah. You know, people now look at you and think, oh, well, of course she's now teaching and working with Pro Photo. She's hanging out with Anna, 
but this is all on your own merit. I had nothing to do with Profoto coming to you for to be an ambassador. If you weren't doing the work, they wouldn't have come to you. And I asked you to teach at the summit because you were doing the work and I'm attracted to people that are doing the work. You know, we have our next summits coming up in uh, New York and California next year. You can go to bellybabysummitlive.com for information about that. The purpose is to bring together like-minded people, like you said. And you've met so many people in the industry now, right? That love you. Even coming here, (laughs) you know, there were photographers. I told you, Lisa, who I'm going to go see in North Carolina, you know, we were messaging about a workshop and, you know, she's like, please tell Faguni I love her, you know, and hello. (laughs) And, you know, there are people that will say, are you with Faguni? You know, say hi. And, you know, my kids adore you. And I love that. I love that people, you know, I teach the academies. Other photographers have become friends through the academies. You could go to the U.S. on your own without me being anywhere near you and have people that would pick you up and take care of you. And I think, I think we need more of that. We need more of people that will be on the other end of the phone when you need them, regardless of what time it is, which is why I love having international friends, because (laughs) at any time of the day, there's somebody in some country (laughs) that will say, Anna, I got your back. That's that's my favorite thing ever. Uh, Someone's always awake, you know. So my uh, family in U.S. always laughs at me like, you know, you have a friend in every state yeah. and, you know, like we live here and like we hardly know anyone. <laughs> so it's thanks to uh, the the Belly Baby Summit uh, community. And the reason uh, like, you know, the reason why I keep coming back to the summit is like, you know, you make lifelong friends and uh, you know, they are very happy for your progress and like everyone's happy for each other. Like, mm. you know, uh, like how you always say that you know you you want everyone around you to grow mm-hmm. and yeah, that's how that's how it should be mm-hmm. because um, I mean if it was not for the people who who stood by me I would not be here like you know my mom my sisters my husband and all my close friends mm-hmm. and uh, I mean it's like you know you have to just be grateful for everything and you know every time I keep on saying thank you to the pro photo team they're like you don't have to say thank you so I said like it's my way of just being grateful because uh, I mean uh, even being a pro photo mentor has also opened a lot of doors Mm -hmm. for me and uh, you know the way you're received as a professional is on a next level Mm -hmm. so yes I mean I'm just happy that you know they have been so supportive for your uh, India tour and uh, they are all very proud to be associated with your brand (laughs) so like I said that you know since I have had a bit design and uh, branding I mean uh, I used to handle brands in the chamber I am very uh, particular about choosing the brands that I work with or I want to be associated with Mm -hmm. because uh, I always uh, like to see things for future, like you have to be foresighted, like, you know, just don't think about the present for the present profits Mm -hmm. or, you know, the present limelight or Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, it's just that I am not in a rat race. I just love to do what I do and I'm content with whatever I earn and I'm just happy that I can, uh, you know, afford the gear that I want. I can afford, you know, the and, you know, the the things that I want for, for like photography and now with the backing of uh, you know the brands that i work with it really helps me and uh, and i just feel it's you know time to be more creative and shine with the world yes. what a good way to wrap this podcast up well it's it's late now and i need to 
catch a few, few planes to get back to <laughs> Los Angeles. So thank you so much for being, you know, by our side this week, especially with Alex and I and the pro photo interesting team. We're forever grateful. Um, could not have done this week without you. And thank you just for being genuine and being you and always having Aww. a smile on your face. <laughs> and even I know what it's like to be an assistant for me. It's not easy. <laughs> And staying up till three, four in the morning or asking me 10 questions and me responding to one. I'm well aware. Um, so thank you for um, the work that you've done. It's an honor, Anna. It's a pleasure and it's an honor. And uh, I'm just going to trouble you every year. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to continuing to watch you in your journey. For those listening to the podcast saying that you're listening, I appreciate you telling me you're listening because we're just sitting here in a room, right? And doesn't it feel so lonely, right? Yes. Doesn't it feel like no one's listening to you? Yeah, we need the audience. Yeah, you need, I try to tell people this, like but doing podcasts is, it's not, you, there's no one watching is going, yay. But I'm job. sure that all the friends and the community that we belong to, they are going to be very happy when they listen to this and we get a lot of messages. Uh, so I'm excited for all the messages, you guys. I'm waiting. Someone, please tell us you're listening. Yeah, because it's so, it's hard to do this. You, you go take a microphone and put yourself in a room by yourself and start talking and try to inspire the world. Not easy, not easy. Um, but, you know, we a lot of our students today said that they were listeners. Yes. And I had no idea that anyone in India listened to my podcast. Yeah, but I told you that, like, whenever I feel low, I mean, obviously, we all have our uh, low days and high days. And uh, I just listen to, like, from beginning to end, like, you know, <laughs> till I feel a little high. So, I mean, just keep doing what you do and we love what you do. So, you keep inspiring and, yeah, don't ever stop doing podcasts because people are listening. At least I'm listening. So, yes. Uh, thank you so much for this. It was an honor. And I am looking forward to do many more new things with you. Yes, many more, many more. So, yes, and we always keep you in our prayers. Thank we are play, praying to all the all gods. The gods. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about India is, is Falguni would say, well, you know, my mom prays to all these gods. I'm like, how many are there? Let's rally the troops because I need a lot of help right now. <laughs> so we had crying babies the other day and I was like, was your mother sleeping in? <laughs> I think she was sleeping in that day. Today she was she had all the gods praying and I'm um, bring it on. I'll take as many yeah. that are out there. I think we I have done a lot of master classes <laughs> with you, but today was like a like fab 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 master class and uh, the content we got out of it is like you know I just want to tell people that you know whoever's sitting on an edge uh, to get certified. Uh, it's like, you know, it's not just attending a masterclass and saying trained by Anna. It's very important to have the certification uh, that, you know, certified by Anna because the whole certification process has, uh, you know, given me the confidence to do what I'm doing today. And uh, it's, it's, you have to go through that process. So, it is an investment. Start saving. Stop shopping. Stop shopping your props. You need to really, really invest in, you know, elevating yourself because the certification really elevates you. And I'm uh, really looking forward to do another certification of being a trainer. Yes, yes, so which yes. we are working on. Yes. And uh, I remember Anna telling me during the lockdown that, you know, would you like to be you know, a speaker in online summit? And I was like, I'm not ready for it. I'm not trained for it. <laughs> and then I was thrilled when you asked me to come for the summit. Yes. So, yeah, 
that was like the highlight of 2022. <laughs> she did fantastic. The fantastic. People were still surrounding your computer I saw at the I have to still LA. send the videos on the group. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We'll wait. Well, thank you for listening. We're going to conclude uh this week's podcast episode. We are back every Monday. We will drop a new podcast. Reach out, tell us, ask us what do you want to hear? Let us know you're listening. Reach out to Falguni in the notes is her contact information and we hope you have a good week thank you lots of love from india okay this is anna brandt thanks for listening did you like this podcast we would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her To learn more about Anna, visit annabrant.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at annabranteducation.com.